Welcome to True Crime Works, a true crime podcast. This is episode 53, The Murder of Eliza Fletcher. Hey everyone, welcome back to True Crime Works, a true crime podcast. Today's episode is going to be about a current event case that's been happening. And I'm sure you've probably heard about it in the news. It's about the kidnapping and murder of the jogger Eliza Fletcher. And we will get more into that in a second. Uh, my only announcement is, I'm sorry if I sound sick. I do have a slight cold, but I'm powering through it. And that's it. It's just more annoying than anything else. But I am trying not to sound too sick on the podcast. Other than that, I don't really have anything to say, so let's just get right into the episode. On the morning of September 2nd, 2022, Eliza Fletcher, who was an avid runner and a 34-year-old mother, took her usual route at 4 a.m. in Memphis, Tennessee, and she ran near the University of Memphis. And like I said, she was an avid runner who even qualified for the Boston Marathon. So she's done this before. She was running down a stretch near Central Avenue at about 4.20 a.m. And that's when she was abducted and forced into a dark-colored GMC terrain. Investigators reviewed video surveillance from near the area, and it showed the car passing, then waiting for the victim to run by. It then showed a man who was later identified as 38-year-old Cleotha Abston run aggressively toward her and force her into the passenger side of the SUV. There was a struggle, but she was eventually pulled into the car. He then drove off. The same day at 6.45 a.m., a resident was riding his bike on Central Avenue and found the victim's cell phone and a pair of sandals laying on the street in the same area. They were sent to the lab for DNA testing. At 7.45 a.m., the police department received two phone calls. One was from Eliza's husband, Richard Fletcher, who reported her missing when she did not come back from her run, and one was from the University of Memphis. That afternoon, DNA samplings from the sandals came back and found a link to Cleotha Abston, who was named a person of interest in the Eliza Fletcher abduction case. Using this information, investigators were able to obtain video surveillance from a location nearby the area that showed Abston wearing the sandals. They also obtained his cell phone records, which placed him near the area when she was abducted. The next day, September 3rd at 10.45 a.m., members of the U.S. Marshal Service located the GMC terrain in a parking lot where Abston lives, and then they said a male matching the description of the suspect was spotted. He attempted to flee the area, but officials took him into custody. Police say that two people, one of them was Abstin's brother Mario, told the officers he had seen the suspect cleaning the floor of the GMC terrain and said he was washing clothes in the sink, and he also said that his brother was acting, quote, strange. While he was in custody, Cleotha Abstin declined to tell the investigators where Eliza Fletcher is. 
Eliza Fletcher's remains were found about seven miles from where she was abducted and blocks away from the apartment where Abstin lived. Now, what's really sad about this was back in 2001, Cleotha Abstin was sentenced to 24 years in prison for the abduction of Kemper Durand, a well-known Memphis lawyer. And he was also charged with robbery, aggravated robbery. The formal charge in the abduction case was especially aggravated kidnapping. And he was released from prison November 2020. So he was definitely a very violent man. Eliza Fletcher was a kindergarten teacher at St. Mary's Episcopal School in Memphis. On the school's Facebook page, there was a post that said, quote, We are heartbroken at the loss of our beloved teacher, colleague, and friend, Liza Fletcher, end quote. Something nice that did come from this was a group of people actually went out together to finish Eliza's run because she did not finish it. And I think that's a very sweet thing and a very nice way for the community to come together after such a tragedy like this. And it's really sad how she's just going about her daily business, the run that she's probably done hundreds of times, the route that she's taken hundreds of times, and something this tragic can happen to her, something that she obviously did not expect and her family did not expect. And it's really sad how this man who was so violent was released and able to do the same thing again. And of course, our thoughts go out to Eliza's family, especially her husband and her children. And we will keep you updated as far as what goes on with that case. It is still ongoing. Thank you for listening to True Crime Works, a true crime podcast. If you have any ideas for upcoming cases, you can email me truecrimeworks at gmail.com or you can send me a message on Instagram at truecrimeworks. And be sure to follow me over there. Thank you for your support. Also, if you could just take a moment to rate, subscribe, and review wherever you get your podcasts from. And if you are on Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star review. It really helps the show out and it helps others find the show. Thank you so much for your support. I really appreciate each and every one of you who listens every week and subscribes. That's all I have right now, so I look forward to talking to you next week.